We lie, brothers. But yeah, I can't hear it yet, AP. AV. Say what's your tribe, little nigga. What's your tribe, little nigga? Pressure apply, little nigga. When we slide, little nigga. If you a five dollar nigga, don't get tried, little nigga. What's your tribe, little nigga? What's your tribe, little nigga? Pressure apply, little nigga. When we slide, little nigga. If you a five dollar nigga, don't get tried, little nigga. It's a sleeve down movement, we ain't jabbing shit. But if niggas want box, then we jabbing shit. Uncivilized, we be on some savage shit. And if you disrespect this shit, it could get tragic quick. Boy, we smoking on that wop, that's that water plat. Edgar Hoover in the wood and we ain't coughing yet. If you a NA nigga, then you not a threat. If you a double A nigga, you get my respect. Aboriginal, all the ops pitiful. Colonize your mind, then they act like they got rid of you. Truth come to the light, they'll fuck around and finish you. Copper color Indian, the proof is individual. I said the proof is individual. SOE. Shit is getting critical. Better mask up, nigga, or be dinner fool. And it's still trap gang, you know that been a cruel. A alpha melon just provide, little nigga. He create governments and get supplied, little nigga. All that marching ain't gonna work. You ain't tired, little nigga. Quit the G check a nigga. Like, what's your tribe, little nigga? What's your tribe, little nigga? What's your tribe, little nigga? Pressure apply, little nigga. When we slide, little nigga. If you a five dollar nigga, don't get tried, little nigga. What's your tribe, little nigga? What's your tribe, little nigga? Pressure applied, little nigga. When we slide, little nigga. If you a five dollar nigga, don't get tried, little nigga. Never have no touch on them, come from where we come from Copper ain't your nature, this ain't your land, this ain't your nation They say we lost our language when we went through simulation Y'all went through simulation, how the fuck y'all know the language? This Tamiri, fuck these natives, Atlantis till we vanish First on Turtle Island, still the first ones on this planet They talk on the net, but if we met, they show they panties When it come to action, bitch, we slide like Michael Jackson Bullets playing tag, this ain't no Facebook post they was damn bad before they came to the coast. Crackers turn to jackers, all our friends became foes. Hundred years later, back on top of you hoes. Like, what's your tribe, little nigga? What's your tribe, little nigga? Pressure applied, little nigga, when we slide, little nigga. If you a five dollar nigga, don't get tried, little nigga. What's your tribe, little nigga? What's your tribe, little nigga? Pressure applied, little nigga, when we slide, little nigga. If you a five dollar nigga, don't get tried, little nigga. Yo, Bapida. Yup, 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 yup. What's the word? All right, all right, all right. Peace, fam. Peace, peace, peace. GMI TV Cosmic Convos episode number six, man. The one and only GMI. I got my brother with me, Johnny the God. And who are we accompanied by today? Man, turn me up, man. Right. You got your 
original power in the building, man. What's the word? For sure, for sure. Big, big Aboriginal power. Big Bapski. What's going on, fam? Yeah, man. Big Bap, man. What's going on? What's going on? How you feeling today, fam? I'm feeling fantastic, man. How y'all brothers feeling? Bro, for sure, for sure. I'm, I'm feeling amazing, fam. I, um, I came across your, your channel about, about two weeks ago, you feel me? And I feel like it was... It was like I like I was coming home, you know what I'm saying? Everything has been resonating resonating with me so far. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to say I appreciate you putting in the work so far, you feel me? So please just tell the people what exactly you represent and what your journey is mainly focused on right now, fam. Okay, yeah, that's good, man. That's a good question, man. Uh what I represent is for the lost people, the indigenous people that has been attacked who had had war crimes committed against them, victims of paper genocide, victim of mislabeling, victim of gentrification, victim of miseducation. Uh, I'm a descendant of those victims, an Aboriginal, a resilient brother. My goal is to go into the most indoctrinated areas as Superman, to enlighten my brothers and sisters to spark that power that they have inside of them. For sure, for sure. So that's where your name, Aboriginal Power, comes from. You want to ignite the power in the rest of us, the young ones, the, the people who didn't have this, this knowledge just like the same way you did. Yeah, because we all Aboriginal Power once you get to that point. Once you know you Aboriginal, that's the power. Mm. See, you being an African here ain't no power. You mm. being a a negro here ain't no power you being a black here ain't no power the power is you getting into your true identity that's the power we all aboriginal power okay once so you get to that point all right so so let's get into it you say us being african there really isn't no power so why exactly do you feel like that and what really empowers the word aboriginal why do you feel like there's a differentiation in the amount of power bestowed in the two names well, let's, let me just be clear, right? Now, when I say it has no power, I mean pertaining to America. But if you were just to get on a common sense term, there will be aboriginals in every continent on the man. That means the first people of this land. The first people since the time of memorial. And if, if a pan-African movement, right, is going around saying that their culture and their people are the oldest, they're the first then that term that we call that is Aboriginal, but yet they deny that because it puts you in your true identity. A lot of these movements is here to deter you from that. Mm. Okay, okay. So, can you can you give us a, a brief rundown? Where did where's the first time that that we as Americans were referred to as Africans? So it, it, we didn't originate as Africans. We didn't we didn't come here. Like that's not that's not our original title. Nah, that African-American stuff came probably in like the the 80s or something like that, the 60s or something like that. They was probably using it loosely uh, in, in, in times before that, but even those particular cases can be argued because who, what ethnicity are you calling the African at this particular time? You know what I mean? Like you can't say that, and for instance, in 1619, when they allegedly, the first Negroes came here, they was allegedly coming from Africa. Mm -hmm. Know what they say. Mm -hmm. There was no Africa at that time. There was no, mm -hmm. no mention of that. There was no documents of that. 
Mm. So where's these original documents saying? They not saying, you know. So you're saying they're sit they're not saying that we originally came from Africa, the original documents. Well, no, it's well, we talking about the 1619 story particularly. Mm -hmm. Um it talks about the Batista, it talks about John Roth, it talks about them coming from the Caribbean islands. Mm -hmm. And that particular Spanish ship that was coming from the Caribbeans taking people from the Caribbeans out to Seville, Spain. That's an old trade. They go back yeah. to, you know, the early Spanish. Uh, Expedition. Yeah, expeditions. So, you know, allegedly this Spanish vessel was intercepted by Englishmen and they took those people to Virginia and called them the 20-eyed Negroes. And allegedly it was all women. It was supposed to be 20 women because in Spanish, Negroes means women. Right, mm -hmm. black women. Mm -hmm. So, uh, even that story is convoluted because the names is mentioned is is males uh, later on when it's when it's being recorded of these mm -hmm. first quote unquote with my fingers right African Americans. But yeah, all that is 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 constructed history. There was Negro okay. already here. Okay, so I'm gonna ask both of you this: um, When was the first time you heard that you were African, AP and and you as well, Johnny. When were the first time you guys heard that you were African American? When did when did when did you get familiar with the term? Probably about twelve years old. Mm -hmm. I was yeah, about twelve years old for sure. Okay. And did you did you hear it from family members, or was it initially taught to you in school? School. I ain't heard nothing from family about me being African American at all. Nah. Okay. Oh, what yeah. about? You? I ain't heard nothing about no African American, no African or nothing. I just heard we was black, bro. We are black. We from here. But then later on, doing this conscious shit, I'm thinking conscious. And at the time, the leading components of this consciousness was this Africa shit. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that kind of got a nigga like, all right, we African, low key. You feel me? But we 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 really black pro black. I was more pro black. I wouldn't consider myself a pan African. I would have considered myself a pro black. You know what I'm saying? So okay. that African American term is something that's new, really. You know what I mean? People use it, but I don't really hear no people in my neighborhood, which I'm from. You know, <laughs> the hood shit. <laughs> I don't be hearing niggas be like, "Yo, that's an African American brother." No, look at my African American. Now nah, that's a black dude. He black. <laughs> like, yeah, that shit don't go there like that. <laughs> Okay, okay. And it's crazy when you said um we all we had like an infatuation with Africa. It really was Egypt, you know what I'm saying? That's really like who they feed to us was like the top dogs of history. You feel me? When everybody like really wake up and get conscious, you get pointed directly to, to Egypt. So did you guys have like a, a a time period where you were infatuated as well with Egypt and, and dive man, into that knowledge? Yeah, man. I was just infatuated with history in general. So I went through multiple stages. Fast forward, you know, to, to the to the to the Egyptian shit. Uh yeah, it was fascinating. You know what I'm saying? Oh, these black people built these pyramids, motherfuckers had on gold motherfucking uh excuse my language, uh had on gold belt buckles and gold skirts and and, and, and they got you know what I mean? Technology and stuff. You know, it's going on. This is what is being portrayed. But every time it's like when you look at it from, from a cinematic view, they're not portraying the people that, that allegedly is the people that did it. 
You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And then when you start looking at all this great signs, like, and you look at the rest of Africa, you like, where it go? <laughs> like, and then develop into nothing else. Yeah, okay, so okay, so what's y'all y'all opinion? How does the knowledge of how to build pyramids and such just just vanish? How do how do we not know how to do it anymore? Man, I, well, I don't believe it vanished. I mm. believe it got to a point where building pyramids took probably more manpower and it wasn't economically savage, ecos uh uh savvy for the community. You see what I'm saying? So that's when we get into what environmentalists do when you're trying to create urban planet. And some of the history behind that is some American Indians went from building pyramids, mound structures to, to literally building urban developments, paved roads, streets, apartment complexes. The same people that was building these pyramids started developing in a new building style. So we see the evolution of building over here. Mm -hmm. Interesting, interesting. So I want to ask you as well, Johnny, did you have a, a time period where you were really infatuated with Egypt and did you have to branch out of that? Or what was that like for you? My time period was around 2021 of, of winter, 2021 winter. So January, mm -hmm. February-ish. Um, I kind of was, I wasn't led into it, but I was going into my cousin's metaphysical shop a lot. And, you know, I just kept seeing Egyptian books in there. So it was just one mm -hmm. day, I was already seeing the books for over the span of two years, but it was just one day I walked in, I was like, maybe I just need to sit down and check out the history with these books. Mm -hmm. But even before I sat down and started reading, I was watching a lot of Bobby Hemmings. So I was already uh, enlightened on Egyptians and the history of that itself. Mm -hmm. What really uh, led me into to get into it deeper was when I started figuring out how Egyptian artifacts was in the Grand Canyon already mm. years prior. Mm. So then- okay. Um, then I started finding out how the Mayans and the Aztecs had similar hieroglyphs as the Egyptians as well. Mm. So then when you look into that, it's kind of like what's really going on. So, and I'm still okay. clueless on that, you know, so. Well, let's, let's ask, ask Aboriginal power that, because we hear a lot about that Egypt was in America, Egypt was in America. But is that really the case, AP? Was was Egypt the, the one that is really herald and 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 bragged upon was that did that really take place in america that's a that's a very very good question right so what is egypt mm. well, right so do, okay what is what is kemet what is kemet that's what i was gonna say it's a culture yeah and that culture has attributes that stand out that 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 signifies it being different from another culture, right? Mm -hmm. Those attributes that you find that signify what we call Egyptian culture mm -hmm. was already been practiced in America. Mm. Now, did they call it Egypt? No. Okay. But when you identify that culture, which it has a template now, has a has a has a, a uh, foundation, a foundation of what it is, of what they have set out. And now when we look into now, fast forward, they focusing in on archaeology in America. You look at these particular, some of these cultures, it is it has the same attributes as what we call Egyptian culture. So people would like to say that Egypt was in America. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But uh, we, we'll say that 
that that Egypt come from America, that place that you classify uh, uh, as Egyptian culture. Let's put it in this rifle position. That's American culture. Mm. So you said that 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 knowledge predated its time in the the African continent, and it was already taking place in the Americas. Absolutely. Mm. So I, I wanted to ask this: what are what are three things that get uh, misconstrued and and thought and many people think that they originated in Africa that actually took place in the Americas that you would want to clarify right now. What are three major things? Uh, pyramid building and the science of pyramid building, mathematics uh, is invented in America. Uh, some of the oldest forms of agriculture and some of the most highlighted forms of agriculture in Africa is originate in America. Mm. Um, uh, and uh, another thing is that uh, you said another thing that they give credit to Africa uh, yes. is that everybody come from Africa. Uh, <laughs> everybody don't come from Africa. As a matter of fact, it's almost as backwards or as fast backwards. Let's say it that way. Uh, everybody went into Africa. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody came from there. Everybody went there. So when they look at it from a fast forward point of view, they see all these people there and all these diversities. And well, they and then they come up with this wild theory that oh, well, everybody must have just came from this, but you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, now they're kind of biting their tongue with anthropology and archaeology. Okay, then. Do you okay. feel like it's, do you feel like there's nothing new under the sun? And what I come, what I mean by that is um, how America is like one of the leading uh, continents. The Americas is one of the most leading continents in um, resources, uh, culture, economics, education, all the above. So, do you feel like it's been that way since ancient times? Yeah, I believe it's literally been that way. We can look at fashions, uh, like you said. There are 640 food crops, brother Janique, yeah. Janique, uh, in Africa. 640. 600 of them belongs to America. You see what I'm saying? This is old. You see what I'm saying? When you see brothers like us wearing the dreads, right? And we might throw on a bust down chain or throw the gold or the diamonds in your mouth. This is old. We got mummies that go back 3,000, thousands of years ago that display that same thing. Do you mm. think little Wayne? research inking mummies grew dreads and put diamonds in his mouth to emulate them no it's embedded inside of our dna so certain things is going to be a habit second-handed habit that's passed down from somebody else's habit that passed that gene down to you and, and not only that gene the information so yeah nothing's new we probably took different paths to get there like technology 20,000 years ago may not be technology like we see it today. A different path. You see what I'm saying? Uh, and, and they'll go by standards of today to, to ratify whether or not ancient people had technology then by going mm. off standards for today. But, uh, yeah. Okay. So so you're basically going against the mainstream narrative that, that we come from Africa. You've been going against it repeatedly since we, we started the show, basically. So can you tell me what do they gain from 
from portraying that lie, telling us that we come from Africa? Do they gain anything from that? I mean, like the world has been going on normal, you know what I'm saying? Like we, I mean, we it is eugenics, and uh, when you tell a lie, you tell another lie, you might forget and get caught up on that lie, and then you got to tell another lie. So that's what we're looking at, and so that's why you have so many out of Africa theories, and it's not me that's going against them; their own theories which is one after another is four to five to seven of them. Now I think it's more than that, but it's seven of them that they laid out in the school format that you can go study. And each one of them is, is, is a failure to the next. You see what I'm saying? They debunk themselves. So, you know, uh, we, we're, we're filling in the gap from a perspective that's, 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 that doesn't have an agenda that is not compromised. You see what I'm saying? That is truly seeking truth. And uh, so we're trying to turn down the barbed wire fence around a public building that we're supposed to have access to. And the, and the scientific community has created a barrier to where the public, the people, cannot see or challenge what they're doing. And I believe that has created mm. an error in what's going on. So I. Are we un, are we unable to unite under the name African American? Is that is that impossible for us? Yeah, hell yeah, very impossible, man. We not Africans, and uh, we live in America. So I mean, it's like it's like man, that's like an oxymoron. You feel me? That's like saying you're 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 tall, short, or you fast, slow, you black, white. Like it, 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 it don't match, bro. You see what I'm saying? It's it, it, like it's not okay. right. So, so what's one one way that you could you could prove that we we are not from Africa? Then you said that everybody actually went into Africa rather than us coming from there. What's what's a couple ways you could prove that? Well, we can all prove it, right? Mm -hmm. These are document ways that you can do it. No white man, no nothing. Just you proving it. Where was you born at? I was born in America. Where was your mama born at? She was born in America. Where was your grandmama born at? She was born in America. Where was your great-grandmama born at? She was born... In so when we get up to four to five, I mean, we can verify we... <laughs> it's inedible. We don't need nobody else source. We don't need nothing else on the outside. It's right there in your face. What I can document, what I can prove where I'm from is from America. You see what I'm saying? Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to just give you some pushback. Well, basically, I guess the way to, to kill that, they say that there's proof that, you know, from 1611, they've brought, you know, millions and millions of slaves over here. That, that's a way to crush your theory of us coming from here. They say that from 1611, we had something called the transatlantic slave trade that brought these millions of or hundreds of thousands or however many of, quote unquote, Negroes from the Americas over here. So how, how could you disprove that? It is saying Negroes or Africans. Mm -hmm. Is they bringing Negroes or they bringing Africans? Uh, apparently, they were we, bringing Af they were bringing Africans. See, it hit different when you said Negroes. Yeah, we all work on Negroes, bro. It do hit different. But when you say African, now we got to get into sixteen eleven. What was the African, bro? Mm -hmm. That's the Africaner. They would have used the word. Afrikaner, bro. That's a white person. White people not from America. So how the fuck did they come in? A, how did they get to America in all these numbers? Mm -hmm. In millions of numbers. Mm -hmm. At the same time, you start seeing what 
uh, uh, little villages and colonies and little starving white people. Where they come from? Mm. Are these the Africans? So can you verify that mm. these are black people that's even coming here? That's real. So the, yeah, I, I guess besides the um those those slave indexes where they they have like the hundreds of names, are you saying that those aren't real? Where they where they you know those um those indexes where they say that all the names that came over here they have them documented and such? Are you and saying those? They ain't show me one African name and they ain't show me one black person yet. Do you do you also um believe that it was reversed on who they brought over on the ships because of what? I, and what what I researched is the people who were actually on the ships from Africa were the Caucasian people. It wasn't no, it wasn't none of our people. It wasn't nobody of our nations. And if it was people from our nation, it was more so the Moors who were guiding them across the water to get to, to get here in America. Right. So let's 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 just break this down right quick. Right. So you're right, and that's what I was saying. The Afrikaners which means white inhabitants that occupied Africa. That's what Afrikaner means in 1600s. So when they say African came here, I'm thinking white people off the rip. Then when you do your research, then they saying, okay, these people were slaves, right? These were slaves that was getting brought over here, right? You say African slaves, right? The word slave mean white person. So now we got white person, white person. Just within the title, slave go back to the word slide. So, so would you would you would you say that there's a hidden hand of people which is which is our which is of our, our bloodline who still controls everything going on economically, socially, and etc. But using the Caucasian racist pawns. Right, so yeah, let's get that too. Let's get to that because you said Morris was bringing them over here, right? Other yeah. Negroes was selling them to other Negroes in America, right? That's yeah. what I was getting at. Yeah, um, if, if we do our research, we know for sure that the, the richest slave owners were, were definitely our people. Right, so now let's get to that the Moors really ain't even Moors, like you think. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What you mean the Moors not even Moors? Come on, now. <laughs> let's get into that. <laughs> All right, the Moors are really just Americans that left. Big game, we left. I can. I just told you everybody went to war. We ain't got an out of Africa theory. We got an into what? All right, so listen, people left, settled in Europe, the place that we call Europe. Started building shit, great castles, science, all this shit. They created this time. People called them these terms. They created a whole nation, brought and they doubled back. They was always doubling back. You feel what I'm saying? So now you call them Moors. Now the descendants done left. Descendants done changed. Five generations done came. They done got into it with some motherfuckers around 1491. Now they trying to come back to the crib. They were treating. Fuck Europe. We gone. Well, if they was Africa, they would have went to Africa. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So mm. they double back and head straight over here. Boom. You feel me? Where, where, they, were, where they were familiar the with. They came where they were familiar They come to the crib. Guess who mm. followed them? Guess who followed them? The niggas the who was on their ass. The you Spanish. see them? That's Christopher Columbus. 
Okay. You see what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is that the standards that the, the next generation don't even recognize their own cousin. Mm. They like, oh, them the Moors. That's your cousin. That's your granddaddy Charles. Them third grand. You see what I'm saying? Types. You feel me? So that's really what's all that's going on. It's just a misconfusion. Yeah, because when we when we do the research, you we find out that they say the Moors left Egypt to go to Europe to train up the Caucasian race to be more civilized. So we also recognize that Egypt was actually in America. Mm. So if they left Egypt, if the Moors left Egypt, right? So where Egypt at? Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Chicago area. Cairo. You feel what I'm saying? So they in that little Midwest region. Mm. That's what you telling me. You see what I'm saying? And then they head out. Boom. That's where the science come from. You see what I'm saying? That's where they start labeling that part of science. Now, that's the particular culture. You see what I'm saying? That come with it. What run right up through there? The Nile, the science. So, yeah, it's a lot of- Mississippi River. Okay. Uh, the Mississippi. Yeah, the Mississippi. That's the same stuff. So when okay. they went over there and started saying they they they, could, they knew already knew the navigation. The science of these people is all the same. I can break down. When you start breaking down that the Egyptians ain't even Egyptians. So why you think the Moors is the Moors? The Egyptians are Aborigines from America. So what make you think that the next ain't? You see what I'm saying? So uh, it's a signature. It's called the fingerprints of the Americans. Uh, and it's left throughout a lot of places. Okay, so we we see evidence of such events that you're speaking of in the in the World Fair and such like that. And also, I wanted to ask you about the Louisiana Purchase. So I've seen um, TikTok videos where it said that during the Louisiana Purchase, that the the compass, the directions on the compass were literally switched. And that's um. I, so basically, is that did that really happen? Like. What, is there any truth behind that? I mean, let's 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 try to do some basic, simple shit. I mean, that we learned in school, right? Okay. Up is what? If I say up, we're going in what direction? Up top. We was doing directions, north, east, south. Oh, north. Right. If I say I'm going up, where am I? Where am I going? North. Right. And if I say I'm going south, I mean, if I say I'm going uh. Whatever the hell you get, what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. So now let me show you how they flipped it, right? Cause they say heat rises, right? They say heat rises. Heat will rise where to the north, right? To the top, yes. Why is it colder in the north? <laughs> wow, but the heat okay. So wow. now let's flip it. Let's flip it. Where is it hotter? At? Why is it hotter in the south? Where you at? Down south. Down south. So now, wow. now, 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 let's just see. Now, when we deal with up and down and flipped and north, so now, if we're going up, up, up north, that means you're moving up in elevation, right? If I say I'm going up north, that means I'm moving up and getting higher and higher, right? Correct. Well, correct. look up from Florida, Tennessee to Canada, Detroit. You're going down in elevation. Wow. And and that's so that's why that um that's why now, I ain't saying it's flipped, but when you look at old maps, for instance, when you look at Egypt maps, lower Egypt is really the northern region. 
Go look at a map. And it says Lower Egypt. It's the north. It's what we would call the north. And Upper Egypt would be what we could consider the south. Mm -hmm. That means they was already looking at it from it's a backward standpoint. Mm. Wow. So 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 are you saying so would you lean towards more that it is flipped or or it isn't? Because that basically what you would describe, I was I would say that it is flipped. Clearly, scientifically speaking, the way you described it. I mean, I ain't saying it's switch. I'm just telling you that's that's I just that's just what I said, bro. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So okay, so you said that the knowledge of mathematics started in the Americas. So what would you consider the the origin of mathematics? So how how exactly what's the beginning point? I don't that's that's a good question, and I don't think I have an accurate answer for that. But but what we can say is based off of archaeology, what we have found to this day is that mathematics was started in America amongst the Olmecs. Mm -hmm. Now, we know Olmecs is not the oldest civilization in America. So to say that and they and they also and these other civilizations use building and technology as well. So for, just because you haven't found evidence of the number zero being used, uh doesn't mean that it wasn't being used, but as far as right now, it originated in America, America according to my research, brother. So, so you say that the the knowledge of the number of the number zero. What makes the knowledge of the number zero so important? Because, because even when we, when we go ahead, I'm gonna say because even when we count today, when we start, we don't necessarily say zero. We say one two deep one two three four you know what i'm saying we don't even necessarily acknowledge the number zero but you're you're saying that it is that it's important why is that so uh the well the importance from zero is because on, on, it shows balance and it shows an origin from where all things come from and the the the, the zero is, is is a representation of the womb of the cosmic universe it's the whole circle. And from there, it branches off and go in each direction. It can go from one, two, three, four, five, all the way up to whatever number, or it can go to negative one, negative two, three, four, five, into whatever direction. So it shows that everything comes from the zero. <clears throat> mm. Okay, so you saying so you saying that zero is the cosmic womb. So would you say that the the woman is the physical womb, basically, right? Yeah, her stomach went when it's at a nine months gestation, right? It's nine months, right? That a baby is after the nine months, it go back to a zero. That's the that's the circle one through nine. It goes back to a zero again. That's when you get a ten. It's just another zero attached to it. So what we're looking at is that that stomach literally forming that cosmic number, that signature, that round, mm. you know, mm. what the what the ancestors try to shape out as the uh, what we call a zero. It's just a symbol that they've seen. They try to make it in a, a physical form to be understood. Okay, so with with saying that, would you adopt the the theology of that the the woman is God? Nah, I believe that 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 everything. Is everything, and I believe that every that. <laughs> what I mean by that is, you gotta have one. 
I mean, you got to have both. And that's what we call duality. That's what we call equal. That's what we call mate. Uh, and that's what equal shit. That's what plus shit. That's why when you look at the equal sign in, in general, it's two lines right above each other. Right. Mm -hmm. And the outcome is whatever is produced after that, which is a multiplication of numbers of, mm -hmm. of possibilities. So it, mm -hmm. it's without without the two, there's no possibilities. So mm. okay, okay. So you would agree like women just gotta understand like that's their role on this realm. Like it doesn't classify them as a higher art. They should just shut the hell up and just stay where the hell they at, right? Yeah. No, nah, I don't agree with that. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> not, not, not necessarily, not necessarily shut the hell up, but just understand, like I'm just teasing you, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like just really understanding, like their role on this realm is to bring life into it. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't necessarily place you as a hierarchy of a god over the man. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, we, it don't put you at a. Cause we we cause you know we have a lot of we have a lot of women who get into it. Don't put you over. Oh, they better or they 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 higher. Yeah. They no, it's an equal. Equal means yeah. equal. And uh, and so when we looking at that, is that uh, the woman is the one who's giving the birth. Yeah, you're guaranteed to be connected with the woman. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you have a father. But at no point of time do you are you ever seen connected to the body. You see what I'm saying? You are literally cut or, 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 or fell off, fall off from the body of the woman. You know, the biblical cord that's connected to it. You literally got to nurture on her to get these particular uh, uh, secretions of, of milk that comes with information. Mm. She's the first one that teaches you. She, you know, so uh, and it's a lot to come with that. That work. Why women do think like that. But at the same time, we all have our roles. It's a point of time where the woman teaches for the early stages. And then as he graduates, it goes into the big dog school. Now, mm. no, 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 no. you know, they'll be quitting. No, transition. So, you know, for sure, for sure. And then, you know, the pops usually be like, yo, I mean, you know how it goes when you get into them teenage years, you know, the, uh, right. them young, them young. Young, young teenage years. It's a balance behind it, you know. Okay. Without, without the two, it, it's dis, it's disruption. That's why they tell you if the woman was, if it, if it wasn't like that, we wouldn't be having an issue with single moms. That single mom wouldn't be an issue, but it is because it, the man is not around. It causes a disruption. It's that balance and that lack mm -hmm. of balance. And, and one of the biggest things they do is try to get us to play this tug of war game between between our goddesses and our gods. Not understanding then that that we need each other. You see what I'm saying? The Man. more the more we unify together, the stronger we are. The more impact it is. When black people or and Aboriginals did the most greatest things they ever did on the planet, even from the 1800s and before that, the woman was in the house. The man was side by side. They marched together. They talked together. They ate together. They went together. And that's how it was. It was a balance, and that balance is needed. So that's why you you like like. We'll reverse back to us saying nothing new under the sun. You know, there's a there's a lot of talk in the community right now how men always like to be around their friends or their homeboys more than being at home with their woman. Would you just say like more so the man lost touch on the militant structure we're supposed to have and 
we want to find that balance with each other again? Well, that's through manipulation and warfare. A lot of the things that, that men do, they do it subconsciously. And now your subconsciously has been tampered to and almost been uh, 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 downloaded and, and, and coded itself. So men don't really act like men. They act feminine. So that's why you want to be around more, more men because you act like a goddamn female subconsciously. So uh, if, it, if it was a true balance in there, you wouldn't want to be around men like that all day. It would be a certain time that you want to have fun and go have time with your friends. But the majority of your time, we want to be around that feminine energy that that, that energizes you, that electrifies you, that gasses you up uh, without even being said, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's I think crazy. it's a lot in the foods. I think it's a lot in the water. I think it's a lot in the toothpaste. I think it's a lot in the hair products, skin products. I think it's in the air, God dang. And uh, uh, men, uh, little boys don't grow up to be men. They stay little boys. And, well, uh, well, also, what well also gave me the understanding of how the chemicals and foods, hair products, and everything like that work is once I started taking, once I started uh, consuming mushrooms and I started understanding how just a chemical compound and something like that can cause you to have a reaction. So mm. what I started realizing is, wow, like maybe when people eat this, eat this chicken or they or they put certain stuff in their head or they eat certain sweets and dairy and things of that nature, there are actually chemicals inside of these products, inside of this food that causes you to react to to uh, being more 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 dumb, more more um, unconscious. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, reacting slower to things that's going on in your face, uh, not seeing the unseen and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So I definitely agree with what you're saying right there. Yeah, man. Just to speak on mushrooms, man, which is a psychedelic, which is banned in the United States, which is one of those secret ingredients to enlighten and advancing civilization in whole. Uh, some people call it the ancient alien that 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 that, that altered your genetics, and what it did is it, it altered your con your consciousness. We ain't, we are not able to physically talk to the planet, to the universe, and the descendants of this universe that has been here just as long as we have. We've been using this planet and sustaining it. It has gave birth and rebred to its new genes of. Uh, plant life and we're still here as I understand this are. and it's information from which both share with one another that's ecology and we don't know how to speak that particular language we don't know how to communicate with the environment around us and and, and indulging in certain psychedelics whether it's ayahuasca DMT or like you said the mushroom psychedelics uh, it connects you with the universe and you're able to have a conversation consciously with the universe. And some of these questions can be answered in a way where you can uh, where you can digest it. And sometimes it's not. And uh, I believe it's called natural remedy. And uh, I believe these are the things that heighten the consciousness. And I and I, sometimes our consciousness got to be heightened, you know. Yeah, I definitely mm. believe that because this is one girl who I know she started taking mushrooms for like a whole month straight. And she was actually on cocaine, but like the month went by, she was doing a mushroom like th- like three or four days a week, two grams or more, two to four grams. And she told me by the end of the month, like she she's actually disgusted with cocaine now. So I tell people like the power of mushrooms itself. Um, I see people who have like a very traumatic life. They they and these are people who I know that pop pills, smoke weed, 
um, things of that nature. If they also, if they're if they're a person who have a very traumatic life, once they take a mushroom, they get very fearful. Mm. And I, I, I've been realizing that with a lot of people who take. Well, that, that's funny you said that because I had two people I've interviewed on my channel recently. Yeah. Uh, and, and these people are one of them is allegedly a victim of Dwight Howard. You know, Dwight Howard is right. The basketball player. Yeah. And, and 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 one of them was a guy that is in uh in the case saying that nothing did go down, right? Well, long story short, mushrooms was in the story, and mushrooms had led to vulnerability and maybe homosexual activity in that particular act in, the, in that particular situation. So it's a whole ordeal, you know, with these mushrooms, uh, and there's different types. Uh that's out there. There's over a uh, hundred thousand different species of mushrooms yeah. out there and species and a matter of fact mushrooms fungi is older than any other plant species known to man so we probably have a closer connection with that particular uh substance than anything else on this planet it's been wait, wait 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 so you're saying human beings may have a similar a substance in them as as mushrooms as a fungus yeah absolutely uh we have similar substance in us as, as a plant as well not saying that you come from plants but you have a similar well plants process information through its particular body right it has right. melanin that they call chlorophyll uh and and, and they produce energy like what we call chloroplasm well, that that what holds that information and stores is called a stem cell, and inside of your brain that splits it and, and, and spreads out your information throughout your neurons is called a stem cell. One of the biggest components of genetic study in this stem cell research, right? This is how they gave birth to cloning and other things of that nature. So uh, we have a stem cell, uh, which is the same functioning operation as the plants. So. Which is our close connection with plants. That's what ecology is. The reason you breathe out carbon monoxide and they breathe out oxygen shows the close connection of ecology. Your work in mm. mm. So, okay. so, so we were we were intentionally designed with with those um, similarities and such. That's amazing. I mean, hey, we work together. Like, hey, it's like Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, Scotty right. and Pippen. You see All what right. I'm saying. And also, um, would you, because me and my son was actually looking at the map today, and he thought that South America was Africa, just because of the way it's structured kind of the same way. So um, would you would you say that they actually minimize the continent of America on the map on uh, purposely? I don't know. That's a good question, man. I never really looked at it from that point of view. Uh, um, I don't know. That's that's unique, man. I'm just saying. I say I don't know to that one. That's 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 unique. I'm about to look into that. I'm about to do my homework. Okay. <laughs> You're about to do your homework. Okay. So okay. So interesting. We your name is actual Aboriginal power. Excuse me. So clearly that's what you're mainly mainly focused on, but. I, I from studying your, your work and such, you can see that you're also tapped in with metaphysics and such. And you also gave me a um an answer that I have been waiting on for a while. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be I'm gonna begin to teach it, you know what I'm saying, after uh after you told me. So I want to give you thanks 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what that was. That was what exactly was the story being mentioned <clears throat> when we see in the in the in the Bible where there's a constant theme of brothers rivaling with each other. We see uh Jacob and Esau, we see uh Cain and Abel, we see um uh Joseph rivalry against his brothers. We see that constant theme, and you Inky and Enlil, okay. We see Horus and Set. And I asked you, what was the point of that? Why is that continually going on from civilization to civilization for uh, train of thought, train of thought? Why is that going on? What was your answer to that, Ruth? It's a, it's a metaphor for, uh, for Gemini. You said um, a metaphor for Gemini. Yep. So it's why... I was gonna say why. So why it's are the they lower uh, self? It's the lower self. It's not. It's not. It's it's the it's the lower self of a person attacking itself. Uh, they do it in stories of brothers. They do it in a form of multiple nations coming from the same womb, fraternal twins. They do it in so many different parables. But it's really talking about the lower self and the upper self. Okay, so. How how would you begin to like convey that message to someone who is pretty much indoctrinated with their um the same way of thinking that they've been taught that's the same way that we broke out of that that they they think that there was a literal fight between Cain and Abel they think there was a literal fight or feud between Inky and Lil how would you tell them that they was actually pointing to the zodiac? Well, uh, they use. I won't have to break down certain certain situations in this particular Bible because they use key words that that is signifying a certain zodiac. Like they might say, "Oh, they use the bullhorn," and that bull might be really a Taurus. That they talking about Taurus. So when you hear certain key words, they're talking about a constellation and a constellation or this particular time frame when the Zodiac tells you what time period this happened. And, and most importantly, where you at when you looking at it? Because when you, not everybody can see Scorpio when you in Scorpio. If you in America, you might not be able to see it if you in Saudi Arabia. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So we know that you can be in a certain place and see certain constellations at a certain time. So I believe it's giving credence to a time. It's holding a memory. It's a metaphor. It's an event that happened that that, that they want to keep as a as a as a reminder. And if it was just a regular fight or some shit like that that really happened like that, nobody would ever really remember a fight like that. It's a thousand of them you've seen. But it's mm. the story behind it. And the mythologize it is to make sure that this memory or this event always sticks around. It don't never leave. It don't never fade like the rest of your memories do, which which is gonna happen. We all Are, lose memory. So so question, do you do you um hold on to any beliefs or any uh ways of ways of doing things from the Bible? <laughs> like, do you follow any of the any of the instructions left in the scriptures? Do you oh, keep any, 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 that's any, a good like, ass question, though. I ain't gonna lie. You know I'm, 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 I'm from the south, so yeah, like I might, yeah, I might fold my hands and say, "Thank God." That's over the food now, this man. But uh, 
But now some real stuff though. Uh, now I don't really do nothing that's a, that's attached to the Bible though. That I think of, you know what I'm saying? That I can really think of. Okay. So question. So there are archaeological evidence of things like this, and this is what is said to be ancient Hebrew left on a stone in where is it said? I think uh New Mexico. It's probably Ohio. The, the, the Lonely's Lonely Stone is probably Ohio. Yes, it's the deck lost. Yes, in New Mexico, that's what I thought. It's in New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico. Yeah, so we see an ancient inscription of that's what they call Paleo Hebrew. And I've heard from certain teachers that you know saying that this is not necessarily real. This might actually be fake. And we know that they do actually do fake certain archaeological finds, certain fossils, and such like that. But what about this? This is evidence of what people will say the, the ancient Israelites. This is what and for people that aren't familiar, this is what is said to be the Ten Commandments inscribed in stone on a certain mountain. So you take this for what it's worth. I'm not saying you have to believe it, but Aboriginal power, I want your perspective on it. What do you think? Y'all can see this, correct? Oh, yeah, we see it, bro. All right. Like so, yeah. I said, uh, we're going with another fashion of what we're talking about. Now we're looking at what is Hebrew. Is it, what a is, is it a language or is it a people? Are you are you asking or what? Yeah, I'm asking you a question. You said is Hebrew a language or a people? Um, so in the Bible, we never see the Israelites referred to as Hebrew Israelites, but we do see that that Hebrew is said to be their culture. So um Hebrew is a culture, right? Yeah, that's what I that's what I would say. I would say as as a culture. All right, that comes so all right, cool. All right, so it's a culture. You just said it. Egypt, a culture. So now you're looking at some culture things that has been templated of what makes Hebrew culture Hebrew culture. They got attributes that make it Hebrew culture. One of the most phenomenal things is some of the writings has written from right to left. You see what I'm saying? And some of the doctrinal remarks. Well, those doctrinal remarks is found in America. It's found there amongst North American tribes. Actual writing language just like the Hebrew. They call it Ojibwe, better known as Algonquin. If mm. I, matter of fact, I should pull it up and <laughs> show y'all the Harvard study right quick. But. Yeah, pull it up real quick, fam. Give us a little sneak peek. Uh, damn, let me see if I can find it right quick, man. I see somebody said St. Paul, Minnesota was a was a parish in the 1700s. I see uh, Darvis Baylock, they say Hebrew is a people and the language they spoke was named after them. Okay. Yeah, see, but Hebrew means one that crossed over. Facts. That's the original well, definition. Where they, cross, where they cross over from. It said the, the, the Jordan River, correct? Yeah, but that's made up, bro. See, so see that they, that's written 200 years later, talking about the Jordan River. They want, no, 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 no. That's found on the Eastern Hemisphere. They talking about the one who crossed over with that science. We talking about the same <laughs> one who went to Europe, 
the same ones who went to Egypt, and now we where we at with it now? It in Mesopotamia, in ancient mm. era, uh, Chaldea, wherever you want to go with it, we there with it. So the science is still point, point to the fingerprints of America. Let me pull up this right quick. Let me screenshot. Let me pull up this language. Because this language is compared to the Hebrew and it's compared to some of the Arabic language. And so what it is is, can you see this? Yes, sir. So this is the, the uh, this right here is the uh, Cree Ojibwe or Algonquin language. Now look, this is the ethno society study. This is from Harvard University. Feel me? You can find this shit at the Peabody Museums. And okay. so... This is the comparing to the languages. This is modern. This is English, obviously. This is late classical Arabic and Hebrew. Okay. You said you said that is that's Arabic and Hebrew, and this was found in the uh, um and a quote unquote Indian tribe. That's they no, this right here that I'm pointing at right here. If you can see it, where my where my with my little thing circling that. This is found on the Eastern Hemisphere that I'm pointing at now. Oh, on the Eastern Hemisphere. Okay. This right here that I'm at now is found in America. Hold on, hold on. No, I can't see your um, I can't see your, your mouse. Can you see my mouse now? Okay, no, so look, I'm right up under sec when you look up under the second period AD, that's found on the Eastern Hemisphere. Okay. You feel me? When you look at Cree Ojibwe, that's found in America. Now, when you look at the 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 the, the lettering, you you can just compare them right now. Let's look at the, the 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 top one on the left, right? The one that looked like a triangle, right? Yes, yeah, it's like a triangle. Like well, the the, the the Ojibwe's look like a triangle, right? Facts, like a complete triangle. The other one don't. Facts. Facts. Right. That means it's missing pieces. It done lost over time. And this is what it looked like. If you look to the far left where it says modern, that's what it looked like today. It's all the way gone. It done lost its diacritical remarks. Mm. So so what time period? So if the if the one one that is missing, that is the incomplete triangle, if that is in if they place that in, uh, in the second AD, where what time period would you place the algebra? Shit, uh, uh, shit, they language go back at least 12,500 years ago. <laughs> at least. And, and would you cost would that constitute them as the, the, the most ancient language that we have evidence of? Well, that particular glyph comes from the old Jibre. Now, we don't have actual document of any writing that is dated at 12,000 years. We don't have any. Mm -hmm. but, to, but to assume that they didn't speak or write at 12,000 years is crazy. You okay. see what I'm saying? Okay, so, all right, so another question. That, so that, that Los Luna and Stone, the, so would you, are you saying that the story of the Israelites is also fabricated or were they actually in America? I'm just saying these are a group of people that had a particular culture. Mm -hmm. They left. Obviously, some people over there seen them and said, look, them niggas, Hebrews, they crossed over 
for the river. And yeah. they had all this great signs that they talk about today. It's the same people. I okay. Don't think the culture from her, that name not from her. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And certain attributes that's now attached to it wasn't her. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Even see. in some of the Abrahamic stories, it's talking about a great flood from from that they're talking about people going over there to the eastern hemisphere. That's one of their greatest stories. They descend from some of the oldest people on the planet. Noah descends from Adam and Eve. Allegedly, he's the first, they the first people. Yeah. They descend from the Aborigines. What what the first people mean again? Aboriginal. What's Adam and Eve? Aboriginal. It's different way. Adam and Eve, Aboriginal. <laughs> okay, so uh, okay, so let me see what I was what I was gonna ask. Hmm. I, I wanted to low key stay on on the Bible. What is your from your perspective? Who who wrote the modern Bible that we have today? Who who was the the original scribe? Man, are who those aboriginal are those Aboriginal stories in there as well? Man, we don't know who wrote them Bibles, man. But we know this: whoever wrote it got some little increments of what maybe went down and maybe didn't know nothing. Some people just like it's it's so compressed and and diluted. Like, first of all, we don't know who wrote the books of Moses because we ain't count the book for Moses. It do and, and Moses died in the books of Moses. You see what I'm saying? And he's seen earth man created. Yeah. He's talking about it. That's the first book, Genesis. That's the book of Moses. Okay, but if we if we if we use the, the Egyptian or the, the Pan-African perspective, they would initially tell you that, oh no, that was around the time of, of Tut Moses or King, you know what I'm saying? Such and such. And now Moses was a real person. You know what I'm saying? They have a real story for this. You feel me? Is are they telling a true story that that actually happened over there? Like did the, did the Red Sea actually get parted that we know today as the Red Sea? What's what's going on with that? Man, no, they lying, man. That's a made-up <laughs> story. They was on that burning bush. Oh, they was on that nah, burning but, bush. Uh, <laughs> nah. They was on that burning bush. Nah, they was, uh, that's just some made-up stories, bro. Then nobody split no seed. Then nobody let their peoples go. Did nobody make a, a water shoot out of a rock, bread fall from a piece of light that was following them, walk on water, feed a whole uh, town with a loaf, swallowed by a well, threw in a furnace, a lion's den, a baby pregnant out of nowhere and didn't have sex. She's a virgin. All kind of non-believable shit. <laughs> wait, wait. So how, how, how did you get to be so knowledgeable about the book if you don't? You don't grasp any other beliefs. Why are you so knowledgeable of it? Man, my grandmama loved that book, man. I'm not even going to lie. Oh, my grandmama loved that book. Mm. She probably slapped the shit out of me hear me talking about oh, mm. that Bible like that. But listen, mm. uh, and rest in peace, Miss Joyce. But uh, uh, no, nah, our ancestors liked that book. It had a little whisper of some of the stuff that's embedded in their DNA that resonated. And it had mm-hmm. just enough history that's accurate or that resonate to resonate. And that's why I stuck around. So it, it takes a, a mature mind to, to take that perspective though, to say that it, it had a certain bits and pieces 
of wisdom that they held on to rather than the whole thing was true and we just got to believe it like it says in the book verbatim like it, right. it takes, yeah it takes a mature perspective to grasp that um, yeah it do but it got some crazy stuff in it too though we know that it do so so what what's is there a spiritual text that you would point people to these days uh nah man don't nobody need no spiritual text for a spiritual people you already spiritual person you a person with soul uh you don't need no book that's like saying uh hey mr monkey you want a monkey book to be how to be a monkey no you a monkey know how to be a monkey i got yeah. I got, my, I got a, uh, my cousin who worked at the metaphysical shop he always told me do you think a damn bird need a book to learn how to how to build a nest Mm -hmm. No, no. You a damn kangaroo. You look at a baby kangaroo when they give birth, that little thing come out already crawling. And what it do? It make its way. Now the mama can't pick up the kangaroo. If you ever seen baby kangaroos, get the, the hand so big it can kill a baby kangaroo. So you gotta hope that the kangaroo know what to do. And we already know what to do. The kangaroo will crawl up the leg, make its way in the pouch. I know that the titty inside the pouch and go inside the pouch, get the milk. You see what I'm saying? It's already mm. encoded. We don't need no book. Mm. Your book is in your mind, man. Okay, so you your, your, what it is is you forgot that you got a memory in, in your mind in your head, and the section is part of your memory. And inside mm. your memory, there's a bank, and inside that bank, you have deposits. Things that have been deposited down from all your generations that have ever come, and they deposit inside of those memory banks. And you got to know how to withdraw and get information that's valuable to you. Mm. Okay, so if we we had the lack of spiritual text or a book for us to follow, that means that they would put more a, a, a higher emphasis on an oral tradition. So can you give us a brief rundown on the importance of an oral tradition and how we can begin to utilize it in today? I mean, oral tradition, uh, putting things down in stone as part of the mimicking and, and actions of our culture, not necessarily a go-by-book, but just actions of our culture, uh, templates of figures that maybe stood out and maybe some type of genetic breakthrough, whether it was uh, a genetic breakthrough in, in vegetables or a genetic breakthrough in, in whatever, they might have memorialized these dudes in a nice statue. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, who knows? I, I got my own theory on what Omex statues is. I don't believe that they warriors or anything like that. I believe that they're scientists. I believe that these people had did great genetic breakthroughs and far as genetic cropping, you know, because maize was turned to, 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 to corn. Uh, that would have been a great genetic breakthrough. And in, in most genetic breakthroughs, it's not just one geneticist. There's a team of them. And, and, and when you see a picture that they, they pose and after they did that breakthrough, you see that little pose of white people be doing, they, they be teasing. And, uh, so that's what you see when you look at Omex. They did a genetic breakthrough. Oh. I actually resonate with that because um one day when I was on the mushrooms, I was just watching a documentary of uh the Mayas and Aztecs and the old Mechheads was popping up. And as I was looking at them, I was like, like my intuition was just telling me like these people were scientists, these people were 
agriculture like like masters of agriculture you know what i'm saying so i definitely resonate with what you just said about the old mix right and when you look at like when you look at that one old mix statue right there where he coming out from under the altar right, right see, yeah see what this is is he he tripping right now and that's no offense <laughs> it, it, it's misrepresented he's in his zone he's on a psychedelic effect and what he is he's seeing the future and this getting mimicked throughout a particular culture that you see in the Eastern Hemisphere in the Indus Valley, they call it Buddhism, Buddhism, right? Uh, when you see Buddhists meditating, that's them trying to engulf is what their ancestors did. The predecessors was trying to tap into a particular source, but not understanding that they had an enhancements to tap into their source. So they try to do it through a form of meditation, trying to reach that. But uh, yeah, it's all the connected signs. Okay, so... So we know that the old mix they are associated with the term the rubber people. So a lot of people say that their rubber or whatever came from or originated in Africa and that they brought it over some at some time period. What is your perspective on that theory, Aboriginal power? Uh let's break that theory down, right? Mm -hmm. A group of people that got rubber trees in Africa. Ain't made nothing rubber out the goddamn trees. Voyage, make them make their way to America, plant the seeds, and come up with all the great inventions to do with the rubber. Since then, <laughs> it don't make no sense, man. It don't make none, no logical sense. Yeah, because when you hear about it, it's like, why would us? Why would the specific group of Olmecs? leave from africa to come all the way over here just to just to start agriculture and build more scientific you know experiments or structures i'll say man they wish they had uh, some some rubber trees over there right now seriously so uh, <laughs> you know, seriously a rubber tree will help out in certain places so oh uh, They, they, they come from Africa, man. I don't know where they get that from. Okay, that's some, so uh, that's that's a that's a theory. What it is is it comes from Ivan Vincerdema, which I don't really disagree too much. I agree with some of the terms analogy with Ivan Vincerdema, and I disagree with his orientation of migration. So, like I said, I don't believe an out of Africa theory. Okay. The data the data doesn't say that for real. And so what I'm proposing is an into Africa theory. Mm. So so who you think is the first tribe, quote unquote, to go into Africa? Do you have a name for them? Any any documentation? Well, uh, I believe a lot of people, it would have probably been the closest people that was in proximity to Africa that was affected by a cataclysm. So according to science, according to genetics, according to anthropology, the oldest living Africans are the Khoisan people. And the Khoisan people themselves say that they come from Asia. <laughs> so, and it is happen to be the closest place to them. So, uh, so. Okay, so let me see something. One second. You mentioned Asia, and I wanted to ask this. I think either Asia or China means like land of the rising sun. You feel me? Like the and apparently that's the when the sun rises, that's the land that it initially hits. 
And I hear that we have a lot of history that ties us to to Asia. It may have been the the samurai, you know, the the um, ancient um, the architecture and such like that. Do we do quote unquote African Americans, Aboriginals? Do we actually have ties to Asia as well? Yeah, man, we people of Asia too, man. The pe the original peoples of Asia come from the Americas, bro. <laughs> like when 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 you look at one of the, we can just look at structural contact. We know that the people present there today is not going to match up to the historical peoples of the antiquities. So let's look at one of the only classified, recognized pyramids in Asia, right? The Dragon Pyramid, right? Yeah. Well, we got a pyramid that looks just like it, and it's called the same thing. It's called the Pyramid, the Plume Serpent Pyramid, or the Pyramid of the Sun. Okay. Well, what does that mean? That's they only got the same shape. Well, they both have mercury fountain inside of it. They both have mercury fountain inside of it. Which one is older though? Wait, so you're saying there's a pyramid in Asia that has mercury and there's a pyramid in America that that similar has the same amount of mercury or something? Yeah, yeah, they both use mercury in an acoustic way. Hmm. So, so you're saying it makes a, a, a specific sound? Yeah, it makes a specific sound. Well, well, mercury is liquid, right? Yes. So if they was putting liquid and storing liquid mercury and they was using sound and music and vibrational frequencies, what are they doing with the liquid and the mercury and the vibration? They're studying mm. the shapes and patterns that it manifests as these vibrational frequencies goes. So now they can put a language to a vibration frequency. Each vibration comes with its own pattern. And if you can oh identify pattern you can identify the language that the vibration is that is speaking that's called cymatics deep aboriginal science bro. wait 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 that's you going crazy <laughs> you just went crazy so are you saying that they were using cymatics with with different with different metals and such and getting the letter getting the the using the shapes that it made to create certain languages that resonated with our body and such not only did they create a shape and a pattern they defined it each vibrational frequency had its own pattern and it had its own attribute for what it was known for one of it might be for healing one of it might be for damaging one of it might be for floating one of it might be for this and so each pattern had its own language with its own signature to identify so when you look at certain cities like star forts in America, them are not star forts, those are vibrational frequency cities that's identifying a particular vibrational frequency that that city had. But that's a whole nother science that I break down, man. <laughs> hey, that's that's insane. So, are you saying that language originate, originates with cymatics basically? Yeah, yeah. Vibrational frequency. One of wow. the oldest, one of the oldest communication that we find in America is not a written language, it's a string language, which deals with knots and vibrational pull, almost like a frequency. When blind people use braille, it was a form of communication. It's called string language. 
So do you think they were they were operating on a higher dimension of thinking when they created these things? I believe that they was taking some that in high end they consciousness. Oh wow. Okay. So so do you think these are the same symbols that people see when they're on acid and other psychedelics? So what I'm saying is now we're looking at the people that's directly in high end they senses to directly go in and study this particular field. So Ooh. they weren't doing it just for some friends getting stoned and you know raving on the weekend. They, this was the fourth shaman. He going to work in the lab. That's crazy. I want to. Um, I wish we had brother Dart, um, Dr. Long on here because that that psychedelics, psychedelics. You feel me? That's that, what I'm that, trying to tell you. Psychedelics, cymatics is the study of vibrational frequency and these vibe and and that's what vibe. Each, each, if you plug, matter of fact, pull up the vibrational frequency pattern that a mushroom make. <laughs> oh, I never even thought of that. The cymatics of mushrooms. Never thought of that. Never thought of We can, we can watch a quick video. Let's, let's check it out. You got to re screenshot that thing. <laughs> Y'all see this? No, you got a rescreen share. Oh, yeah, I see it now. They said mushrooms are controlling this body. See them? There's, there's so many studies on this thing and you can talk to that mushroom in a nice way what's up mr mushroom you doing your thing today you know talk nice to it it's gonna give off a different feed and what you do you play you look ugly ass mushroom stank ass funk ass mushroom you know that it's gonna give us so it communicate with it and understand it has sensor birds and transmitters and its neurons is inside of them so they're speaking to us the the nature around us is speaking to us we're just not vibrating on their frequency they done toned us down that's why I tell them, turn me. me up. All right. All the way to you, feel me? So you're saying that mushrooms are, are basically operating at a higher frequency than, than the natural human today? Well, I just believe that they vibrating on a frequency, and we're able to turn the knob and vibrating on multiple scales of frequency. Mushrooms can probably only talk to mushrooms and whatever vibrating on that frequency. We're able to talk to all, everything around us. So I think once we start tapping in when the, with the tap in, we, we 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 back on the bull. But I think we're gonna have to get a unity and really start understanding knowledge itself. That's one of the true proponents to getting all these particular, you know, properties. Hmm. So I, I know that um that interests you a lot, Johnny. You have anything to um to add on to that topic? The the cymatics, anything you 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 have a question on about that? Oh wow. Why do they have cymatics on these mega churches' windows? Like, what is the purpose of it? You know, I always wonder. Well, I did a build on that, and in a nutshell, is those those churches weren't churches. Uh, they only churches because of the doctrine of discovery and, and the whole Vatican church, the Vatican movement pushing this Christian doctrine. They took over our buildings, and and the, and the, and the, the signified that that they own it now. They put their signature on it, which is those crosses and those church symbols. Those buildings was used for other reasons. They was used for healing properties. 
most of those cathedrals have organs in those. Organs is an instrumental vibrational frequency that produces certain patterns. So on the pane of the windows, it shows what frequencies are commonly being used inside of that church. Mm. Oh, all right. So do you think that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, down, I'm stationed out here in Augusta, Georgia, and it's like 10 cathedrals within a mile radius and near downtown Augusta. And they have like so many cymatic symbols, like just surrounding the church itself. And I ride by the churches every day. And I've been I've been into cymatics or just like uh just just been interested. And, and, and let me rephrase that. They stole a lot of these symbols and rechanged the meaning. That that cross symbol had already been here, the swastika symbol had already been here. Uh, the X and, and and all these symbols that you see had already been here. So uh, what about hold on? What about the unk though? What about the unk? Yeah, the unk the unk had already been here. As a matter of fact, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's Egypt biggest symbol. That's Africa biggest symbol. The unk. You're not finna tell me that originated in America as well. Come on, fam. You you uh, at some point at some point you gotta give Egypt some credit. Now, come on now. I mean, I'm giving them some credit, bro. They got some nice sand. <laughs> you feel what I'm uh, they doing their thing, you feel me? But <laughs> more power to them. As far as that, that's that's from America, though, bro. When so you the aunt, bro, the aunt that we South see, America, they got a building, they got a structure that's shaped as an aunt. Wait, wait, okay. You said South America has a building. I think it's either in South or Mesoamerica or Central America. They got a structure that's shaped like an unk. I got the sources, man. I, I got to line them up. Man. I wish I would know I've been going into this. I'm just, I'm just... My, my, my son really thought South America was Africa today. So that's that's crazy, saying. though. And yeah. it might not... So is this, is this what you're talking about right here, bro? Yeah, you see that? That's in South America. Let me see. Is this is this in South America? I would say it's about the Aztec, I, ancient. Aztec site. Let's see. Look, look, if you look at Aztecs, Aztecs out there in South America. The Egyptian Aztec cross in Mexico is what they're questioning. It's in Peru, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. God. But I've seen it somewhere, man. I forget what my actual source say. I got the whole literature on the site. I got multiple pictures and angles of it too. They say that yeah, this is in uh a mysterious Aztec temple. We know the Aztecs was in or well, do they say that the Aztecs came from Africa too, or what? Do they give them credence to the Americas, or what? So what now? I said, do they do they admit that? Well, let's look at this. What you see this right here, fam? Oh, this was that that dragon, um, that dragon um sculpture that you were referencing earlier. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. And we can break down the the, the evolution of the dragon. See, when it leaves from the original spot, it usually lead, it usually sheds or loses certain aspects that originally was on it. And I break that down with everything, man. Okay, so, so well, let me okay. So we're looking at the Balinese or whatever in the Mayan. I ain't gonna lie, if I was looking at it, I would think that the, the one on the left look a little better or no. The one on the left is the one that's Balinese, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's in China. Okay, okay. So which were which one are you saying? I, I do see a little bit more. Well, well one of them got feathers and one of them don't. True. 
True. And one of them had okay. I see the indentions on the on the the Mayan on his eyebrows and such. You know what I'm saying? I see a little bit of that as well. So okay, what about this Mexico? We see Mexico, Egypt, and Indonesia. And I, I would say the Mexican one does look a little bit more complex. I would say that we see this Mayan pyramid. Oh, okay, and this is in Asia. So we see a lot of similar ties between Mesoamerica. Yeah, that's the same pyramids called the pyramid, the, the dragon pyramid. Oh, uh, but why do we see this 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 huge connection between Mesoamerica and Asia? Are these the same people? Man, we went there too. I'm telling you, bro. It's hard to explain. So you said so. So we're we're from. You said we're from the Americas and we were in Asia as well. But why did they pinpoint us in being in Africa? What's the what's the specific reason of us? Be, why couldn't we come from Europe? Why couldn't we come from Asia? Why couldn't we come from it's India? The, it's the Africa is not the oldest. It's the baby. It's the youngest. It's the youngest out of all these places. No, it's the baby. So you're saying Africa, with all this oral history and such, all these tribes and such that they have, they're actually the youngest landmass. Yes, yes, and they have the youngest history. They have the youngest geological surveys of the land. Like they just young in general. <laughs> okay, so I also had this on the topic list. Do you would you say that you have any disdain for Africa? Is there any beef with them? Do you have smoke with them? What is it? No, I love Africa, man. I love Africa. My grandmama did too. You see what I'm saying? And I love what grandmama do. If grandmama said, make sure I eat all my food because people in Africa starving, listen, that's the point that I do. Africa is a place where Aboriginal people are too. And uh, I believe that they are being conditioned. Uh, I believe that they are indoctrinated as well, like we all are. I believe that we we just the most revered and i think it's going to take for us to create a template to get out the belly of the beast and once we do something we know that the rest of the world do it too so you know we just got to lead by actions to help our rest of our brothers around the world yeah, you even, know even in our even in our ignorance as people over here in america they still the whole world follow us you know now we don't hate africans but we don't like africans coming over here undermining black Americans talking shit about black Americans mm. uh, while kissing a white man ass. Uh, so, you know, when it comes to them tethering, uh, we do have an issue with that, you know? Yeah, I, I peep that that new that new artist named Burner Boy. He's doing that, like, heavily. Like, he's yeah, Burner, Burner Boy is a, is a, is a uh, he's a parasite to our community because yeah. not not because he's a colonizer or pushing it come it's on because, man yeah man i'm sorry bro. bro this man dropped real gas you know what i'm saying like he dropped yeah real yeah. Gas. yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. i'm really saying some real shit right now so listen <laughs> yeah yeah can you feel me you saying he a, he a parasite well yeah because these people come into a culture that doesn't belong to them and take ownership on it and then persuade people that is under the condition of the European. And so they blind themselves up under the umbrella of them. 
So and, and, and so if a white person was to come over and do it, they, they wouldn't make it for them. They wouldn't have the pushback that we can see straight through them. First of all, use a white dude that's not part of your culture. But when it's somebody that look like you and can able to act like you and figure their way in, there are the people that are able to get close enough to you to actually hurt you. And these are the people that actually hurt our community. Yeah, but Burner Boy has stated a lot that he actually has said that us Americans have stripped away African culture and took it into our like we took ownership of their culture and made it ours from music, fashion, uh, 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 lingo, and things in that nature. So I, I can definitely resonate on what you mean when you say he's a parasite. Yeah, I don't know one person that go around trying to be like an African except for these conditioned people. But yeah, <laughs> Arnold boy that lost his name. He got this cop picking mind, boy. Ain't nobody taking up for no Africa, bro. Like, no, man. Man, African beats suck. They can't dance. I haven't seen one that was good at acting. Well, maybe here lately, though. Yeah, what about he, Snowfall? You feel me? They got Snowfall. You know what I'm saying? That was on Snowfall. He I don't even know if I even watched that, though. I ain't really watched TV in a minute, though. So. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. I'm not gonna lie, the snowfall, like I'm not gonna yeah, lie. That's a few Africans when I think about Irish or uh, uh whatever e dude name is Idris. His, his acting not really all that to me. Dames yeah. and Idris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dames and Idris. Yeah, dude, little black dude. It's a few of them, dude, that played uh in BML. Okay, well, crazy question, dude. question mm -hmm. though, do you feel that it would be imperative or that it would be smart for us to to partner up or team up with them? In order to 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 further our objective or to further our purpose, our movement, you feel like it's it's that we should team up, Pan Africans or Africans and Aboriginals, African Americans, such as that. Should we team up and unite against the quote unquote enemy, whoever that is? And who do you think is the overall enemy? Man, I believe it's the conglomerate of people. There's no longer one enemy. Everyone that ain't American is an enemy at this particular point. We've been pushing all movements from all around the world for all people. Any movement that had to do with black people, black Americans, Aboriginal American Indians were the ones that was involved with it the most, the most passionate about it, and pushed it. We pushed everything from everybody and supported everything from everybody, but haven't received any support on the back end. So since we've been carrying the weight of everybody, it's time for them to fend for themselves. They've been coming to our table, eating off our table, and we haven't seen anything put on the table from their end. So what mm. I'm saying, is, so what I'm saying is, I don't want to work with anybody that ain't going to be beneficiary to my people. So what I ask you is, and you brothers is, what do anyone bring to the table? That my people benefit off of, then we can conversate about even working with. I can resonate with that because one thing for sure, a lot of us over here in America, we have pushed Muslim, we have pushed Christianity, we have pushed Egypt, we pushed Africa, we pushed Pan Africanism, <laughs> we pushed all of this stuff, but nobody outside of the outside of this continent itself has pushed anything dealing with us inside of America. Mm. No, right. Facts. Right. Facts. Facts. You're right, Facts. bro. We've we've always been going outward. Never we never focus on home base at all. 
And it's actually, it's kind of, it feels like that was a ploy, yeah. like that, 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 that somebody made that an agenda to some extent. Do y'all that may be the reason why they say they push that narrative so much of Europe from Africa. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Try to, to separate us from the land. Yeah. So, so, so Aboriginal power, from, from, to your knowledge, who are the original owners of quote unquote America? Shit, the original peoples of this land, the aboriginals. Uh, we don't own this land. We just occupy and defend it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's probably why we're in the situation that we're in now. We didn't look at land like you can own this shit. We just knew what land we occupied, what land my ancestors was in. And that's the land that we occupied and built nations and cities in. When we had these invaders coming in later on, we looking at them or other blacks that that descended and came back in and forgot the ways here trying to buy the land we looking like you know you can't buy the land so yeah if you want to buy it give me this you want to buy the cloud too my brother you want to buy this cloud so we look at shit like you can't buy like you can't buy <laughs> like you feel me we trying to judge them and we got judged you see me you see what i'm saying mm, okay so so how how long has this quote unquote European takeover been going on? The world or America specifically? How long has it been going on like this where we are, I guess, at the bottom and not at the head? Man, we ain't we ain't been at the bottom that long, man. We we like mid-range, you know what I mean? You go back to man, they just start getting in power to like 1899, man. Like it wasn't nothing like that. Niggas, you go back the farther you go back, the more black. Businesses, Black Wall Street, booming black town, black inventions. The more you go back, the richer we are. You, see, you it's only in recent times. They, they ain't never had us. They got us now. You see? <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's the trick. They make you comfortable with being got now with the story. Like, yeah, we've been whooping y'all ass. So. <laughs> You should be okay with it now, right? Like, no, we still rebellion around this. Okay, so what are what are some three, I guess, like pinpoints or in history that are really main telltales you to that to to where the like the story began to to unravel? You were like, okay, the mainstream narrative it just can't be true. What was it that you came across in the history books and your research? What is it that people could look at today and and begin to unravel the lies for themselves? Uh, that we African, you know what I'm saying? It ain't a story that's told in our oral tradition. It ain't nothing that's commonly spoke about in our house. You feel me? That's one of them. Uh, another one is that we was all slaves. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I haven't met a nigga that came from a slave yet in my family. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but what, what do you... Go ahead. I was so, so so what do you mean you haven't met a slave? They told us that I guess um, I haven't met Abraham, nobody from a slave. Or because that's because slave. that's because Abraham Lincoln, the emancipation, he freed us. That's why you meet no slave. At what brother. time? At what time? That's the 1800s, correct? 1865, right? For sure. So what if you find the documents in 1822 in the same area where the slaves was at, right? But you, but they rich and they own land and they and they hiring people at they own business. See, it don't make sense. So when you start finding that it ain't no slaves, you like 
Well, who the fuck? Well, well, where they get the slave from? And then so you, you should do your homework on white people were slaves. And then you look at all these old videos of these old white people in the eight, 1865 with tattered clothes and mugging you in the dirt, just rugged looking white people or some inbred people in the back hills of Georgia or the Appalachia or something. You'd be like, damn, look at the photos of white people in 1800 in Georgia. It's going to throw you off. 1865, particularly, right after they got emancipated. So, so okay. these were white slaves down here, bro. It was white slaves. Harriet Tubman was a mulatto lady or Negro that was freeing <laughs> white slaves, taking them to the north, getting them a part of the union that was started by black people to, to help sustain white people to help build up their nation. That's what the white union workers was for. White emancipated slaves that just got out. White union workers only. White union this. Made by whites only. So that was all to push that, that uh, we free and they got to No, man. Hmm. So, okay. So it's, it's a lot that you said that, that goes against what a lot of us were taught for 10 plus years in, in school. So I guess it's, of course, it's going to be a process to, 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 I guess, to, to break down the lies, but a couple of things that you said that stood out was you said Harriet Tubman was a mulatto, but they just came out with a movie where she was a dark skinned woman a couple of years ago. Oh, I said she could have been a mulatto, but she could have been okay, but definitely a Negro. That's what I'm saying. But uh, the point is, she was a damn snitch. She was a she was a man, she committed treason, bro. She committed treason against who Americans. So you said, are you was she quote unquote an Aboriginal? Was she like locked in with the Abos or not? Nah? Yeah, she was locked in with the Abos, but she was working with, 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 with the enemies. Really? Yeah. At the same time, she the one that got a lot of them people to to rally up other blacks that was helping and getting them people to rally up more blacks to send them to Africa. That's the mm. first back to Africa movement. We talking about. We talking about motherfucking uh, Paul Cuffey, Robert Finley, American Colonization Society, sending people to Sierra Leone, Camp Maroon, Liberia. They got statues and schools and highways named after Harriet Tubman in Africa. In Africa, you said? Yeah. So, okay, so, and you said they have names they have buildings and such named after Harriet Tubman. Okay, so yeah. when you look in the hood, every hood has a name, has a street named Martin Luther King, but I don't see too many streets named Malcolm X and such like that. Why do we get, why does Malcolm, I mean, excuse me, why does Martin Luther King get glory and not necessarily Malcolm X? Now, a middle school where I was from is called Green Middle School, but I think it's called Sarah Moore Green now. Sarah Moore Green High School. The original name for that school was Malcolm X Middle School, but they changed it within two years. Wow. So how long was it originally named that, you think? Two years. It was only named that for two years. And what was the reason of changing it? I don't know. I guess they got voted out. They got voted out. I'm in a Bible Belt state, bro, so they don't like Muslims back where I was from in the early goddamn mm -hmm. 80s. And shit. I'm from Tennessee, so... So do you think that <laughs> yeah you said that that Harriet Tubman was was a was an Asian basically do you think that uh, Martin Luther King deserves the same title? 
all of them was, you know, Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks is, is a damn stage crisis actor. <laughs> a crisis actor. She was the first crisis actor, basically. Yeah, pretty much. That's insane. What about um? What about what's your what's your what's your perspective on the on the Black Panther Party? Fred Hampton. They will never promote and illustrate and parade around a real, real American patriot that was for American people. They only promote and ostracize the the, the sellouts to they to they people. So so like W. E. B. Du Bois. Wow. Yeah. Frederick Douglass. Yeah. Yep. Anyone you name is they all church boys. They sat on some lap at a church. Malcolm Garvey. So okay, so so from your perspective, did we have any authentic quote unquote black movements uprising that were actually real or were they all staged? I believe they all became was probably had an idea of being real through whatever indoctrinated stage they was in, but I believe they was early, early, early uh infiltrated you feel mm, even the black panther party well yeah we know the black panther party yeah most sure. certainly yeah, yeah for sure damn that's sad okay yeah, the only thing that's cracking now is the perspective which is the truth but it's aboriginal movement this is the evolution of all consciousness so if you're a hebrew a muslim an african an atheist man the only stage that you're gonna go to next is understanding that you from this moment. <laughs> so okay so what 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 are some benefits that adopting the aboriginal perspective would gain someone like okay because think about it we have people that are indoctrinated with the bible hebrews who who are not going to leave the the commandments you know say they come over to y'all they're going to ask you what are your laws and statutes that you abide by in day-to-day -day life you know what i'm saying now, those are some fair questions so what would your reply be to them how would you gain to tell somebody that they have to you're telling somebody that they're evolving from uh, a written down laws and commandments to something where we don't necessarily have a, a textbook that conveys the same sentiment. So what would you say to them? Well, that's that's going back to if you relying on somebody else telling you how the hell you should act as a damn person. So uh, if you need that guidance because you just slow, you just just you know, you just can't take it. Then read this book, man. Read it. You need it. Just, Thou shall not kill, because you just retorted. You just want to kill all day. You a thief. You a clipper. Oh, Thou shall not steal. You just read it, because you don't got no goddamn sense. <laughs> so, are you saying that we are we are originally created with the, the knowledge and the connection and the understanding of God to not do the things that are inscribed in the Bible for us not to do? You think we are created with that knowledge already? Hey, God, I don't know who created but yeah, we created, bro. We created, bro. It do it different when you got DNA, right? And your DNA is a genetic code. And if anything, anything anybody know anything about programming or codes, that any code that you see, it got to be programmed. It had to come through somebody programmed. And if it's a programmer, it's a programmer. So what I'm saying is uh, do your homework on you got codes in your body. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically we see it even in, in the physical. 
any code has a programmer. You feel me? So we see even the earth operating on the code. Our bodies operate on the code. The natural forces operating on the code. Then it had to come from a divine mind who put it all together originally. We have we yeah. have to acknowledge that. Yeah. Now, I'm not only thing that I've seen that done took shit and just created shit with code is humans. That's the mm -hmm. only thing I've ever seen do it. So that's the only person I can say that program all this shit is, is us. We did this. Everything. Now, that's, them, that's a whole nother story though, bro. Bro, I watched um I watched Interstellar last strength and i finished oh it God, i, I no. finished it a couple of days ago and i was what he was i feel like what they were trying to tell us is that this reality no matter how good how high we we seek to ascend the highest of heights the highest whatever we we interact with it was originally created by us interaction whatever whatever codes or messages we feel like we're getting from the spiritual realm today it's being sent by a race of human beings that has just evolved beyond this physical realm that is interacting with us through a, 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 a psycho spiritual phenomena that we can't necessarily grasp um, all completely, you feel me, from this state of being. But as we begin to evolve and develop the mind, and well, it's just like it's just like the science of a quartz. And I'm pretty sure you into that, you into the spiritual energies of, of, of rocks and crystals. For sure, quartz, quartz, quartz can't even really be seen for real. If you look at it in a certain perspective, it can't be seen. Quartz can also be in two places at the same time. And when you look at your pineal gland, according to science, your pineal gland is made of a quartz. So mentally, cosmically, consciously, you could be two, three different places at the same time, according to the basic science. But mm. yeah, so because that is how um how how light is and basically being that we have souls we have a spirit and such like that we are acknowledging the fact that we are interdimensional beings we are acknowledging the fact that we are interdimensional beings operating on two different fields of dimensions and such so are you saying that the highest level of, of spirituality of metaphysical knowledge and that as well was originated in the americas and what what tribe do you think reached the highest of heights well i ain't gonna say it originated in americas right but i'm gonna say it was definitely independently used here you feel me without no outside you know help mm -hmm. okay so okay what do you think um gives americas that power that prudence what do you think instills it with with this magnificence where's where's it coming from uh, I believe that everything has a different vibrational frequency and each frequency produces and manifests differently in, in, in physical form. I believe we just happen to be a different vibrational frequency that <laughs> that manifests in what we the way we do in physical form, you know. Mm. That's that's amazing. So <clears throat> were were you studying these things before you gained the knowledge of a, of being aboriginal or being indigenous to this land and what 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 really sprung you to this point that you're at now how did you how did you get to this point uh it was a huge journey christians going to church studying pro-black motherfucking all kind of science oceanography because 
I like geographic shit too. I like geography. I like terrain. I like to know what's the difference between strata, what is topsoil, what is the earth's core, what is magma, what is plate tectonics. So I'm into that type of science as well. So mm -hmm. you know, just just the just the urge and the appetite for 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 knowledge and science. That's amazing. That's amazing. All right, my um, I got a one or two more questions before we wrap it up, fam. And anybody in the comments who have any um any questions for Aboriginal power that y'all would like to be asked, y'all just send them through, and I got you. Any um any questions you have for him, bro? Before we before. Oh, where else you streaming it right now? You streaming on your YouTube? Shout out to your YouTube too, man. Shout for out to sure. everybody. For sure, man. For sure. Uh, yeah, YouTube, Facebook, all that, all that. Yeah, shout out to Facebook out there too, man. And make sure y'all go follow me on YouTube, Aboriginal Power, man. For sure, for sure. What um, what are some things you have going on right now, family? Any things you have coming up for the before the end of the year? Uh, oh, we got a couple big lectures coming up. We got American Guys pay per view, which is a lecture we do. We got American guys, the lectures, the pay-per-view, part four. Um, I got a debate coming up in October the 21st. Mm. Uh, origins Question. of civilization. So, okay, you, so you're a big debater. What do you think the, the purpose of these days of scholastic debates? Are we, are we really gaining benefit for them? Like, are, are people actually learning from them? I believe a lot of those debates has been, uh, it's like kicking a dead horse. But I believe since the Aboriginal conversation is so new and it's taking a lot of people by, by rainstorm and a lot of people are attracted to it and uh, resonate with it, uh, I believe it's a conversation that need to be had. It's almost like in with the new and out with the old type shit. You know, the Pan-African mm -hmm. conversation is a conversation that ain't organic to Aboriginal peoples around the world. It's actually now that we understand the conversation that was created and programmed by the colonizer. So when you speak of African and back to Africa and we from this, you're not speaking black talk. You're talking white people talk to a black mm. person. And why, why would you say that, fam? Why, how did you say that uh, pan-African, when you're dealing with Africa, we know that Africa is full of quote unquote melanated people. So how are you how are you saying that that's a that's white man thought? How that sounds crazy. Well, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask both of y'all this. Uh, what do y'all think about when I say when, when when you say Pan African? What's the first thing that come to your mind? Doctor John Henry Clark. And me is the slave trade. The slave trade, Pan Africanism, right? So when I think of the Pan-Africanism movement, I think of that Pan uh, the slave trade, we African, we came from Africa. We should go back to Africa. We should team up with Africa. These are conversations that directly come from white men, directly. 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 Yeah, yeah. Now, who, who was the white man that, that proposed the, the thought of us coming from Africa who man there's a collective of them but just the mm -hmm. name of a couple of them uh Francis uh Francis uh uh Key Scott's Francis Scott Keys 
You know what I'm talking about? I might that one that the one that wrote the national anthem. Yeah, hell yeah. He one of the first people to tell you to go back to Africa. Francis Bush. Scott Key, the one who wrote the the Star Spangled Banner, or whatever. He he was a Pan Africanist. Well, he told you to go back to Africa. <laughs> oh snap! So that's a repatriation movement. That's what the Pan African movement is built off of. So you got brothers like him, Bush Rod Washington. You got brothers like. Robert Finley. Robert Finley is who told black people she got a better chance of going back to Africa, which is the same template that Marcus Garvey used. You see what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, Marcus Garvey built this shit off the back of uh, 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 Paul Cuffey. Paul Cuffey went to the church at what school? At what church? Robert Finley's church. The same dude who was telling people he should go to Af that they should go to Africa. So why, why, why all of a sudden? Paul Cuffey, who goes to uh, Robert Finley's church, is now talking to the black people in the community that they should all go to Africa. So you can see where he, he was told from the church boy. It's, wow. So you really just broke it down. I, I was captivated still by the fact you said Francis Scott Key, and I pulled it up. It says Key believed that the best solution was for African-Americans to return to Africa, although by then most had been born in the United States. He said that they were to return. So this is basically going off of the, the transatlantic slave trade narrative. When you get into more of it, it'll tell you that majority of Americans argued and was fighting them niggas. When they seen niggas like Francis Scott Keys, Paul Cuffey, these other sellout Negroes, other Negroes was beating them motherfucking out. They were getting on their head. That's just like saying... Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson walking in the middle of your hood after doing talk, calling us African Americans and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesse Jackson. You see Jesse Jackson walking in the hood, nigga might run up on Jesse Jackson, spring on his ass. Uh, I noticed um you brought up the name. Um what was that Al Sharpton? I I noticed something very interesting that is that is crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen. And we're gonna wrap up. We're gonna wrap up soon, fam. All right. Appreciate your yeah, time I, I as got, well. I, yeah, I gotta get up early too. I didn't know it was this goddamn late. I've been having a good time over here with y'all, man. Yeah, okay. We're gonna wrap it up soon, soon. I got you. So you see, right here is the, the Federal Bureau of Investigation Informants. Damn. So when you when you go down, why in the world in the S's does this what in the what is going on here? This is the yeah. FBI. You know, it is Wikipedia, so you know what I'm saying? We take it with a grain of salt, but why is this here? Why is Al Sharp? Go to the J's. Go to the J's. Let me see what's up with the J's. Go to the J's. They just say Wilford Johnson. That's it. Oh, no. Nah. We need Jackson in there. We know. <laughs> need Jesse Jackson in there, too. That's crazy though. Do you do you think that 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 kind of could be accurate? Al Sharpton being in the front. Hell yeah, man! Look at Al Sharpton's knees, man. <laughs> Big ass body, man. I don't trust no old man with no nine year old body, man. That's so you saying? So you saying he built childish, basically? Man, his ass a, a bot. <laughs> we don't That's know hilarious. what he is. <laughs> That's he, hilarious. He's funny, Bill. Nah, I just play <laughs> for sure. But yeah, well, um, I'm gonna I'm wrap it up on here. I don't want to take you take too much of your time, fam. But next, Bill, we do have we want to get into 
the land of America, the name of the serpent. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get in dive in, dive into more of that. We're gonna go into more history of the uh the 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 civil war or what was the the seminal war. We're gonna go into all of that, you know what I'm saying? Next bill. I all right, we'll break it down. We'll break down America, civil war. We'll talk about some more shit, man. We'll get into it for shit show. For sure, whatever you want to sure. know. For sure, for sure. And for all the aboriginal power, all his all his um his subscribers and all everyone that's on here, I appreciate y'all tapping in. Y'all can follow me at GMITV. One gonna make it on Instagram. Having many more bills like this, cosmic convos. We talk about it all. You know what I'm saying? True, true knowledge, true history. Oh yeah. Uh, you feel me? True ascension based living. You know what I'm saying? We get into the to the root of it all. So before we wrap up, Johnique, you wanna you have anything you wanna say, fam? Let the people know where they can reach you at. What you got going on? Uh, y'all can reach me on Instagram and Facebook, Johnique God. Um, Twitter J24 YKYM and that's all sure. of my social media platforms right there. For sure, for sure. Anything else you want to say before we um we wrap up, AP? I uh I appreciate you brothers for uh you know having me on uh and um you know hit me with some good questions. I do appreciate it, man. For I do sure. want to tell everybody to go follow me on YouTube at Aboriginal Power. Follow me on Instagram at Big Aboriginal Power. That's Big underscore Aboriginal underscore Power. Hey, and go follow me on Twitter. I don't even know my Twitter, so forget that. But TikTok, though, Aboriginal Power on TikTok, on all social medias, too, man. We lit, man. Shout out to everybody in the building, man. Y'all know the vibes, man. For sure, for sure. And that's going to be it. GMI TV, Cosmic Convos, Episode 6, man. It's a wrap. Peace to the gods. Peace, peace, peace. I appreciate it. Peace.